Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. Here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Wednesday, everybody. W-I-N-S Day. Thank you guys for joining us for one-on-one. We've got a good one for you. Got a good one for you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you guys know how to engage. Starter Heyman text line and the Honda Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. I'm positive you will have questions and text for our guests. You can follow on the Starter Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get on. The chat rooms are open. Have your Do your worst. Bring us your worst. We're expecting your best, just for the record. Um. It's been a really good week, and I get happy when you can bring in folks who have stories to tell and who represent the best in us. And Nebraska as a state has chosen its own, and she is with us today. Let's bring in Miss Nebraska, Morgan Olin. Morgan, thank you for doing this. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, come on. We had a good time last time you were in. We did. Even in a pandemic, we we had a good time. Oh, yeah. So Always. let the folks, where have you been? Like So we can play the game. Where in the world has Morgan been? Yes. Well, I believe I was just graduating from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln last time we had an interview. So I've been through a year of graduate school and then happened to earn the job of Miss Nebraska this June. And I've been in a different area of Nebraska very about two days since. So I'm living out of a suitcase this year, which is fun. (laughs) You said I earned the job. So it's a job. Absolutely. So a lot of times you think about the night uh, the woman is crowned, but what you don't think about is the 365 days that follow. And so it's a 24-8 job, as I like to say, but constantly moving, getting to speak to communities, get to advocate for something you're passionate about. And I'm sure we'll get to talk about that a little bit, but it's exciting and it is a job and it's fun to network with people and get to be in different communities in Nebraska. You used another phrase that I, that I enjoy. I get to. Mm-hmm. You didn't say I have to. You said I get to. Mm-hmm. This is an honor. This is a, it's joyful. It's mission-based, purpose-based. Absolutely. So you earned it. How do you earn? How does one earn the title, Miss Nebraska? The first step is competing at the local level. And so I competed for the job of Miss Omaha and was Miss Omaha actually for two years because of the pandemic. Double it up. (laughs) Double it up, yes. Uh, And then competed at the state level. But the actual categories are talent, interview, you answer a question on stage, and then you pitch what we call a social impact pitch. So you choose something you want to advocate for and mine is strengths-based mentoring. So I get to work a lot with teammates mentoring and visit 
all of their chapters across our state and then as well as mentoring organizations across the country. Do you remember the question they asked you? Oh, man. Which one? We had a lot of good ones. So give me, give me, give me, give me one of the questions they asked. Oh, man. During the actual interview yeah, during, portion. Yeah, doing that whole thing. What's the one that won you the title? Like there had to be, <laughs> like that has to be when you won it, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. man. Well, I did get to talk about one of my very first mentors, okay. which was my dance teacher growing up. And when I was about seven years old, she was about 70 and still teaching. Her name is Miss wow. Kitty. Wow. And um, I taught took acrobats from her which is kind of like gymnastics just the floor part of gymnastics and so I would fall a lot in the class because you don't naturally just flip and land and um, she told me that can't wasn't in my vocabulary and it was something that just rolled off her tongue but it continued to play in my mind and so every every time I come up against a challenge I think about Miss Kitty's words to my seven-year-old self but I got to tell that story in the interviews so I think that shows the power of a mentor and although she passed a a few years ago how much of a legacy and an impact she's made on my life and the ripple effect she's formed is that the mission that you're going to replace miss kitty that that you understand the value of having that person in the space and now that this person has moved on this is a great opportunity and not only that you'll create more that's the hope, absolutely, that it forms a ripple effect. And a lot of times people think about mentoring and they only think about the one-on-one, the relationship that they have, but they don't think about all of the other people that your mentee is going to touch as a result of that relationship. And so, yes, that is the mission is to create more mentoring opportunities and then create that ripple effect so that it affects other people. We're, we're talking to Mor- Morgan Holland. She is the current Miss Nebraska. And but you, your, your, your roots, you're firmly rooted here in the best kind of way, and then your seedlings will be spread all over the state and, and elsewhere. But let's talk about home. Let's talk about the family mm-hmm. and the roots that, that apply. What do you take into the, into the state of Nebraska, out on the streets, into the community, that comes strictly from home? I would say I have a bit of a unique background in the sense that my dad grew up in Bertrand, Nebraska, a town of a little over 800, central Nebraska, and grew up farming, agriculture, all of those great things. And with that brought a lot of life lessons, I believe, that he taught to my sister and I. And even though we grew up in Omaha, I would say a lot of those life lessons come from him. And so we have, yes, that experience and that exposure to the importance of agriculture, especially going across our state and being able to connect with people, but also growing up in Omaha and understanding that dynamic as well. So I would hope as I'm traveling across the state, it's always the challenge, but also the fun of getting into a conversation with different people and figuring out ways to connect with them, no matter if they are 78 and living in Gothenburg or if they are a high school senior living in Omaha, no matter where they are, how can you form a connection? And I think a lot of that stems back to my parents and the way we were raised. What's, what's the farm? What's, what's a young lady who was raised in that, in that community? What is her go-to statement for people that you said lessons were learned? whether it's how to do a particular thing or how to engage people, what was the lesson you took from it? I would say the work ethic aspect and that you aren't entitled to anything. We used to be told, my dad used to say, you're entitled to nothing and everything must be worked for, even when we were little. And so I think a lot of that has transferred into how I approach this job every day and how I wake up every day hoping that I can make a difference and um, keeping after it as as he would like to put it. (laughs) That's strong. Uh, high school, usually within those buildings, one, you, you, you find out who you are. Mm-hmm. 
But then in those buildings, you find somebody that you want to be like. Mm -hmm. Who was that at at your school? Oh, man. I had great teachers, but I would have to go back to one of my choir teachers. His name's Mr. Lambert, and he grew up in Arapahoe, Nebraska, and then moved to Elkhorn South, where I graduated, and he started the choir program when the school opened, and he built it from the ground up. And when you looked at that choir room, you had athletes, you had people in student council, you had people in acting, you had great academics. I mean, you had a full classroom of people who would never all be in the same classroom at once, probably typically, but he had that type of a personality that come one, come all, and I'll teach you how to sing, and I'll get you invested in the arts. And so he wanted very well-rounded people, and so while I was involved in many activities in high school, he never wanted me to solely focus on music. He was always willing to let me go to my other practices or other responsibilities and then come back to choir, which made me respect him even more as a teacher because he cared about us as a person, not only as what he could get out of us. And so he was great. That's such a common thing said that Students are aware when teachers care. Mm-hmm. And you being in the mentor field and in that vacuum. Life is back on sports betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800 792 3887. That's 800 79 BETUS. Bet US for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. One, you'll find that you have control of the vacuum and that your energy and your your work will occupy that and reach people. Right. But through that, you then decide what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And to have a mission early, as you have, when did you know that you wanted to be a mentor that you wanted to serve? I think it's getting to college and reflecting on how much of an impact all of the mentors I had growing up had on me. In college, I got involved in a mentoring organization called NHRI, and I was paired with a seventh grade girl, and we met every week, once a week. And it was really through not only experiencing it as a mentee, but also getting to mentor her that I became very invested in mentoring. And even when I graduated, knew that I wanted to pour more time and resources and energy into creating mentorship opportunities for other students so that everyone has an adult who is consistent, who believes in them. Again, we're talking to Miss Nebraska, and there's a lot there's a lot of responsibility that goes with it, but I've been following you, and I noticed <laughs> that you're working this thing from joy, mm-hmm. which not everybody can do. <laughs> like, that to go look at each of these places, each place you get to go, and you get to have impact. And you're doing it as not, a, not not like it's a job. You're doing this like this is a, really a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Of all the places you've been, what's been the place that surprised you the most? When you went to the first time and you went, wow, I didn't know this was happening. Hmm. 
Well, I did get to go all the way to Scotts Bluff gearing area for Oregon Trail Days. It was their 100th celebration, and I have uh, great grandparents who are from that side of the state. And uh, some years you don't get all the way out to the furthest western part of our state, mm. um, but I really wanted to make a point to do so. And when you get out there, I think maybe sometimes they don't have as many um, people who come from Omaha or Lincoln to visit, but they were incredibly grateful, more than I could have ever imagined and so excited to have a Miss Nebraska in their town and so although sure it was a drive for me it was getting to experience that level of excitement and appreciation it was something I would do again and again if I could yeah it's I got here right before the pandemic so I didn't get the opportunity to go to the outside and to the outer perimeter of Nebraska I haven't been able to do that still on my list of things to do so I'll take your word and <laughs> make sure that that's a, a thing that I do going forward because yes. um, I, I want to know the state I want to know the people of the state if you're talking to people outside of Nebraska how do you describe people from Nebraska hmm. I would say it comes down to work ethic humility and kindness the people of Nebraska care about their friends and neighbors just as much as they would care for a stranger. They help other people because it's the right thing to do. And they work hard, they stay humble, they don't complain, and they get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what will earn you respect if you're coming through Nebraska is if you replicate some of those qualities. And no matter what, no matter what area of the state you're in, those qualities emerge. And I think that's what makes Nebraska really special is its people. I think that's its best asset. Um, from from our text line, and we have listeners that are texting in. Um, Andrew says he was raised in southwest Nebraska. Uh, Apple <laughs> was 15 minutes away, so he recognizes. <laughs> Joe says, and this is why you've been Miss Nebraska. Uh, it wasn't because of the pandemic. It's because you deserve to be a great interview with a great person. Mm. This is why I reached out, because I remembered how much joy you presented about the University of Nebraska. Yes. And being a member of the Scarlets and being involved <laughs> in that. So let's go through that phase of this. Yes. You, first of all, you get accepted to Nebraska <laughs> and you get in. What was the thing you were most excited about coming to the University of Nebraska? Well, I had, let's see, I'd been accepted onto the Scarlets in April before my freshman year. And so we actually go through a summer training program before we start the school year. And it's a three-week, pretty intensive, 8 a.m., 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. type days where you stay with some of the older Scarlets. And you get a taste for how much tradition is on your shoulders now as a Scarlet. And what that end, that sparkle end that you get to wear, what that means to people. And at that point, it doesn't really matter who you are as an individual. You are now part of something so much bigger. And so getting that experience from the get-go, you are the tangible representative of the athletic department on game day. For fans, you may be the only actual person they talk to who is directly from the athletic department. And so getting to have that responsibility, and I kind of think it was almost a little bit of training <laughs> for getting to do Miss Nebraska because you're relating with people in the same way and you're making them feel special just as handing palms to a little girl makes her feel special that's what a crown does placing a crown on her head it kind of has somewhat of a magic power and so it was really special to get to do that for four years and to understand and really understand all aspects of our state before stepping into the job of Miss Nebraska we'll get back to the scarlet because <laughs> I do but you, you mentioned the crown First of all, <laughs> as you're being crowned, what's what are you thinking? Oh my goodness. 
so many things. Well, the background story is that my mom was also Miss Nebraska. And so I've been going to Miss Nebraska every year growing up. And we used to volunteer with the program. And so as you can imagine, I have looked up to these women forever. They were my role models. They were articulate, intelligent, talented, and they wanted to give back to their communities. And so they've always been the people that I looked up to. And so getting to now have that be the position I'm in probably is why I'm so joyful all the time because I get to do something that I've looked up to for so long. And so getting in that actual moment is indescribable. I could have, I could have never pieced together the words or thoughts I'd feel. And then you get the crown and the first time you've got the sash and <laughs> you're home and nobody's around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You're just staring at it. <laughs> yep. How long did it take before you put it back on? Well, my first, very first appearance was actually Nebraska Land Days back in North Platte. So I signed the contract on Sunday to do the job and went home on Monday for a day simply to unpack and repack and drove back to North Platte that same day and started going to events on Tuesday. So Saturday to Tuesday, however you factor uh, that. <laughs> did, did you, did, where does this all stay when you're home like is there like <laughs> like it's gotta be i don't look never want to crown that way but i'm pretty sure it would be with me everywhere all the time what do you do with it how do you make your decisions with it it does stay pretty much in my car at all times like i said i essentially live out of my car this year and so it is constantly with me um yeah usually it doesn't get it's not in a building it's usually in the car with me <laughs> okay see now so Nick, the producer over there, I, I'm going to bet that he would look really cute in in, in a sash and crown. <laughs> I we haven't done that with him yet, but that's on the list. That's on the list to see if we can get that done. In going through the competition, you see, everybody has to show a talent. Mm-hmm. What was yours? I danced. I did a lyrical dance. Yes. From. <laughs> It was from The Sound of Music. It was Climb Every Mountain. I grew up watching The Sound of Music with my grandparents, and so it was only natural to want to choose something from that musical. So in that movie, um, grew up on Julie Andrews, so I loved performing to it. Go back to the Scarlets. Now here, <laughs> now it's family, right? And the responsibility, mm-hmm. even during the pandemic, to still represent. Like it, it, right. And it had to be very difficult. And we talked about the last time you were on. But for you... What has the, to describe this in, 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 in a few words, what has, what's been this journey to you? Like, what's it been since you've now got family mm-hmm. and you represent them mm-hmm. and they represent you? You're now the thing that people aspire to. That's got to be pretty cool <laughs> that your former teammates now look at you and say, I want to do what you're doing. I want to be where you are. Mm. Is that not is that a fair <laughs> statement of, of, of things? Well, you would you I always think that everyone has the opportunity to be a role model and then you get to choose whether you could be a good one. And so I would hope that with this position where I do get to have somewhat of a platform and get to speak and get to be in front of a lot of people, hopefully it is a good, it makes a good impact. And so maybe you could say that teammates, I did get to go back to a practice and watch them. And I was so proud because they were ready to take the field. This was before, this was in the summer before they had seen, some of them had ever seen a game day. They had been on the team for a whole year and never experienced a game day. So to get to play a small role, role and getting them prepped for that um 
I looked up to them in that way for how they endured and persevered through what could be a very challenging time, but came out excited to cheer on the Huskers. But you went through the pandemic and all the protocols and all the testing, and you mm-hmm. had to follow the same rules as the athletes. Mm-hmm. That uh, Aren't you slightly more than slightly impressed by that? Like, you went through this thing. You don't always get all the glory that the players do, but you had to go through and sacrifice as well. Right. Yes, you do. And you watch as everyone in the world had to pivot in different ways. And so that was, I suppose, the small price we had to pay to keep everyone healthy. And we signed up for the job and we knew what we were signing up for and a little bit of not signing up for, but we signed up for the job regardless and said that we would show up regardless of what that looked like. And so that just happened to be part of the job at that time. So if they asked you, what was your favorite song to dance to? Like your favorite routine? Oh, my goodness. Give me one. Oh, my goodness. Well, one of the September games we danced to, we danced to the dan- song September, okay. which is always fun. Right. Uh, but I don't know if I could pick a favorite. There were so many, so many fun times through the four years. Can you teach <laughs> slow-footed catchers to dance? Because Nick, we're, wor- <laughs> like, we're working on getting him to move his feet. He does a, a, a shoulder thing that's kind of awkward and <laughs> – We need to work on that. So could you choreograph Nick? Could you teach Nick to dance? Yes, everyone can dance. We'll dance. I try to tell him (laughs) that, but he doesn't listen. I'm like, it's – so he does karaoke, and sometimes here he will get into the song. Yes. Morgan, I have to tell you, sometimes it's not sightly. (laughs) So so we may hire you to to, to work on that. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Now we get to the mission and purpose of all this and Mm -hmm. you choosing what you chose. Let's go through that. Why did that become the thing and what do you want to do with it? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, what do you want to do? What's the end game for your mission? Right. So I talked about how I mentored a student in college. And so once I graduated, I knew I wanted to continue that investment. And teammates seemed like the perfect fit. It was not only a strengths-based organization, so going off of Gallup's Clifton Strengths and looking through that lens, but it was an organization that closely related to the Huskers, of course, with Tom Osborne and Nancy Osborne as the founders, and started with football players from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And so it was a very easy decision to want to be an ambassador for them. But the mission at the state level is really recruiting more mentors, uh, getting funding, and then working with policy, with legislation, to make sure that we have adequate um, dollars allocated for what is needed. And then that's also the work that's done at the national level. So I'm partnered with an organization called Mentor, which serves as a search engine almost for all mentoring Mentor.org. Yes. I'm on it. Yes. <laughs> I'm on it. Yes, which serves uh. as a, a search engine. So you could look up what you are interested in as a mentor, and then it'll match you with a program in your area that serves your interest. And so with that, we work on we work on Capitol Hill funding as well, and always recruiting um, more mentors and creating that awareness. So those are some of the missions and the goals. Um, not only doing that externally, but I'm also serve as a Gallup certified strengths coach so I can help uh, teams, coaches, and individuals um, lead with their strengths. And I'd like the Miss America organization to be a strengths-based organization as well. To tell you that there was a, a, a mentor program that I put together that was in fact invited to the White House because they liked what we were doing and yes. it was love, it was loving and learning through sports. Yep. And we wanted to do that. So I am proud that you're doing that. It makes me feel better that you're doing that. Um, <laughs> past this is this the bridge to something else greater or is this 
just simply the road that you're going to be on to do whatever the next great thing is. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing about the Miss America organization is it's scholarship program. And so even at the local level, even if you don't win, you can earn scholarship dollars. And so throughout this whole process, it's been paying for my undergraduate as well as I mentioned I was in graduate school right now, and it's paying for that as well. So I'll graduate debt-free, which is a large reason why many women choose to compete in the organization simply because of the um, opportunity it affords you, whether it's academically or launching you into your career. So this, we'll have to wait till the end of the year to see what the next step will be. I do have one year of graduate school left. It's on pause right now as I'm doing this job. Um, But I'll go back and finish that up uh, at UNL starting in June of next year. What will the master's be? Master's in business administration. And, And you really don't know what you want to do with that yet? We'll see, which I think I would like to do some sort of corporate training or leadership development, be in organizational development. So we'll see where that leads. Do you find yourself searching for the eyes of young ladies? Because they're looking for you. And do you find yourself looking and searching and going, that young lady is looking at me to to teach her something? Do you find that to be true? Yes. You get to be in a lot of environments and rooms where you almost have a sixth sense of awareness of those around you. And sometimes it's funny because I won't have a crown and sash on or I won't have my Scarlet's uniform. And I still want to connect in that way. And I have to remind myself I may not have the the glitz and the glam that initially attracts, but you still get to have that impact. And I think even without a crown and sash, you can have that impact. You're wearing it. You're wearing (laughs) it now. Nick, if you would. Uh, Mark has something from Miss Nebraska, sir. So I need for you to go get it from him, if you would, please. Um, the show is sponsored by uh, Beatrice Bakery, uh, which is uh, the world's best bakery. It just happens to be here in Nebraska. Yes. And it's known all over the world. It does exceptionally amazing uh, gourmet desserts. And they're known all over. The, they're more known over the world than they are here mm-hmm. in the state. So we wanted to... Uh, we wanted to highlight them mm-hmm. and focus on that. And so we had a meeting with them today, and I told them that you were going to be on the show today. And they said, well, we have to send her something. Oh, my goodness. We have to send her a treat. And uh, we're waiting for Mark to grab it. But it, uh, it, this place is fantastic. You oh need to go. Goodness. Like somewhere, if you're ever <laughs> just driving down the road and you're in Beatrice, you have to find this place. Because everything's made by hand. Everything's made fresh. We got to walk through the factory and watch the workers mm-hmm. who make this stuff by hand every day. And I thought, what better way to say thank you for what you do, oh. for the people that you, for the young people that you mentor, uh, for the people that are following you, the people that are paying attention to what you do, um, and then representing that fine university. Because, <laughs> look, the Scarlets are the ambassadors. I know that. I know that 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 the, the athletes get all the credit. <laughs> but you guys have been exceptional and spectacular. Oh. This, sir, well, here we go. <laughs> so we had to make a decision. Oh, boy. And they make this chocolate Merlot des- dessert cake. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> that is for you. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is for you. you. That is for you. Feel free to let us know what you think. They've got all sorts of goodies out there, but they wanted to do something for you today. Aww. So they grabbed it, and they picked that personally. The young ladies out there said, Miss Nebraska deserves this one. Oh, my goodness. So that's what that <laughs> is. And so hopefully you enjoy it. Look I, look, I appreciate you making time. 
yes. and coming through and doing this. And I want to follow the mission. And I want to follow your, your trips. I want to follow your journey. I want to make sure you have permission. Whenever you're back in Lincoln, stop by. Let us know what's going on in the state because you're seeing it from the right level. And most importantly, it will allow us to say thank you for impacting the state and trying to make it better today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Because those that tomorrow is important. And it's good to know it's got somebody driving the ship that knows where it's going. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate coming on, and you don't have to tell me twice. I'm excited about the the goodies. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be. There's gonna be more coming, so we'll just have to do that. That is Morgan Holen. Miss Nebraska. We'll throw it back. We'll come back. More one on one on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.